Welcome to the Request 2021 podcast. In the winter of 2021-22, a team of 10 members of scouting, eight from Kent and two from Scotland, will be sailing together on the Bark Europa tour ship from South America to Port Lockroy in Antarctica. The plan is to sail exactly 100 years after two scouts sailed on Shackleton's original quest expedition. I'm Alan Noak and I'm project leader and I'm the person who came up with the whole crazy idea in the first place. Uh, Each of the participants is to carry out an Antarctic research project. So my personal project is to produce a soundscape record of our journey. That's before, during and after Antarctica. The plan is for this podcast to include interviews, scouting historical links, events uh, and research project work that we record along the way. So uh, please join us as we venture to Antarctica and back again on the journey of a lifetime. It promises to be a memorable experience. So here we are, uh, episode 13 now of the Request 2021 podcast and uh, it's November 2020 and this episode uh, we have our Request interview with the Honourable Alexandra Shackleton, that's Shackleton's granddaughter and she's also supporting patron of our project. Um, And before that, we pay another visit to the Lady Daphne Thames Barge uh, in Faversham, uh, where uh, a whole load of volunteers have been helping out um, and uh, working on the boat to to try and get it ready for next year, 2021. Okay, here we go. So it's the 11th of October 2020 and uh, we're having another work day at the Lady Daphne Thames Barge in Faversham. Uh, It's been uh, probably over a year since we featured this on the podcast so I thought it'd be a good time uh, to get some recording today um, as we uh, have some more new volunteers coming to work on the boat and uh, should be a really good day. Uh, the weather's nice. It's a little bit cloudy, but uh, not bad for an October day. Um, so uh, I will uh, do some recording throughout the day. Uh, you can have a listen in and uh, find out how things are going with the Lady Daphne. Cheers for now. So Pete, what they got you doing? Uh, today I am removing some of the old side pieces on the uh, guttering and such like and replacing it with some new bits as the old ones have decayed in the weather and the wind. Cool, thank you. Cool. Right, let's ask you Stephen for the podcast. What, what have they got you doing? Um, I'm removing rust from chains and other pieces of metal using an ankle grinder. Fantastic. Cool, thank you. Where's Harry? Where's Harry? And what have they got you doing, Harry? They got me washing the side of the boat. Oh, 
it's really dirty. So what are you using to do that? Using a jet washer. Cool, excellent, good stuff. So Andy, what they got you doing? What do you call it? You're doing what? You're doing what? I'm chipping away the old paint. Right, so Bill, what have they got you doing? We're going to be putting up a microwave at the moment for them down on the deck here. So we're, we're down in the galley and Bill's putting up um, some, well, what are they? Some They're brackets. brackets. Yeah, so there's actually going to be a microwave in the galley. But, uh, that's okay, but you try to get things level and uh, it doesn't look right. Ah, well, that's the joys of, joy, that's the joys of being on the ship, isn't it? <laughs> Well, we've had a, a great day today, uh, another great day on the Lady Daphne, uh, really enjoyable, um, young people doing really, really well, and uh, all, the, all the volunteers that come along have been absolutely superb. Um, lots and lots of angle grinding and chipping and scraping and painting, um, and uh, slowly but surely, uh, we're hoping to get the ship in a good state uh, for next September. Um, when uh, the plan is to sail Lady Daphne underneath Tower Bridge. So, uh, going to head home now and time for a bath, I think. <laughs> All the best. So, work there continuing on the uh, Lady Daphne. And uh, next up, as I said, we have our interview with the Honourable Alexandra Shackleton. Okay, so um, we're going to start with uh, sort of your 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 childhood, really. Where did you grow up? Where Where were you I'm born? In the New Forest in Hampshire. Okay. So and uh, and did you go to school there, or did you? No, I went to boarding school in Sussex. In ah, Oxford. okay. Ah, and was that a girls' school or? Yes. Yeah. So I see, and. Um, did you did you go to university or did you go on? Yes, I went to Trinity College Dublin. Ah, right. So Catholic being Irish, you see, my grandfather was born in Ireland. Of course. Yeah. Oh, there's a strong link there. Yeah, the, my my grandma was born uh, just outside Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have the only, in a side near his birthplace. Have the only shuffled off from school. You probably know about. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's every year. Not this year. Yeah. The Irish holiday weekend, which is the end end of October. Right. So, uh, tell me a bit about, about your parents then. So your father was uh, Ed, he was the famous Edward Shackleton, was it? So, yes. Yes. So he did a couple of expeditions himself. Uh huh. So he went to Borneo and he went to the Arctic and he did not want to seem to push a trade on his father's name. Oh right. Okay. And in fact, he's the first Westerner to climb Mount Mulu in Sarawak. Right. He Expeditions himself. Yeah, so yeah, so the other one was Canadian Arctic, Right. Right. 
Okay. That was it. Then he became, um, went into politics. Yeah. And eventually Labour leader of the House of Lords and um, Knight of the Garter and all that sort of thing. Wow. And what was that like for you growing up? Did having a, having yeah, he became an MP so young. I didn't really remember. I was so young. I didn't mm. really remember what... I just got used to a father always on question time, all that. <laughs> all that thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must you're be strange. To, uh, people, when they ask you about the shackles, you're used to what you're used to. Of course, yes. Yeah. Picking up on the name. And not everyone does pick up on the name. All they absolutely assume I'm not related. All right, yeah. So okay. Of course, I was at boarding school, too. Uh-huh. And, and no, no I one. I remember getting prizes away at my school once. Uh huh. And he told me later he'd never taken so much trouble <laughs> in his life. He said he walked into the hall and there was this sick little face looking up at him. He was terrified. <laughs> of course, he was brilliant because he was a very good speaker. Uh huh. Very good jokes and so on. Right. Like a Appleton, of course. Yes. You know, he was a good, good after dinner speaker, yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, um. That's that... Uh, I know, I know. So what I'm trying to get to is sort of um, ha- how you, ha- I mean, it, it, obviously for you, it's obvious how you um, sort of came, became interested in Antarctica. But it's really that journey of, of uh, how many times have you been to Antarctica? I've been five times. Oh, my word. Really? That's quite something. Well, exhibition. I remember yeah. I remember it very well. Well it's so. still it's been put away but it's still go to another place but mm-hmm. it's just quite a suitable part. Okay. Um, but every place it went to it exceeded the football. Right. Yeah. So these five times that you've been, t- tell me uh, sort of generally how have you gone? What 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 methods have you used? Twenty-two. Yeah. 
So we'll be there just around the same time. So yeah. Yeah, never know. Now this is this might might challenge you a little. What what was your earliest memory? Can you have what? your earliest memory? Of any sort of, of any sort of memory. Well, I think I remember my brother's christening. Oh wow! How old would you well, have I mean, been? My brother, so I must have been about two or three. Uh huh. I <laughs> okay, so that that's possibly your earliest memory. What would you want to ask him if you could? The trouble is, by now I know quite so, such a lot of hmm. about him. I know the most of the. Um, I mean, for instance, uh, he was. I think he wouldn't. He looked like his family, but he was happiest in the white south. And his white south. I probably wouldn't ask him that. No. Too, no. Yeah. And his last expedition quest, the aims were a bit vague. You know, he planned to go to Canada. Yes, it was very the confused, last, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the last minute the Canadian government pulled out. Uh-huh. He, went, he changed his plans. Read, he was going to the Peri-Antarctic Islands, South Georgia, and so on. Right. I, think, I personally think he just wanted to get back to his beloved... But when he, he perceptibly got better, because he wasn't very well, mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Ah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, they had snow cats then, how unromantic. Well, snow cats are always falling into crevasses. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't eat a snow cat. And Yes, exactly. And this is like they had so much better equipment and things by then. So yeah, and, they knew about and more. And they knew about diet. Yeah. yeah. And the communication was better by then, of course. Isn't it was it? Communication. Yeah. There was yeah. No communication. Yeah. 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 Huge. Then. Yeah. I don't think I don't think people realise how remote they would have felt because you they could go like a whole six months to a year without knowing a national event had occurred or. You know, well, when, they, but, when yeah. they climbed down to Stromness in South Georgia, mm-hmm. they, had, they waited in extreme anxiety to hear the whistle calling the whalers to work. Yeah. So they knew that they were safe from them on the other side of the island and the one and Elephant Island. Yeah. They described grandfather the sweetest music human ear ever heard. Oh. It was the first sound they'd heard from the outside world for 17 months. That's incredible. Yeah. You just can't imagine what that would feel like, no. So, yeah. Somebody was asked recently, the James Caird, if everything had gone smoothly, would he have been able to do what he aimed to do? And this um, this speaker, fellow expert, said, on the face of it, no, but he was Shackleton. But he did it. No, but he did, you know, he crossing the Antarctic. Oh, I see, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, he... he I see what you mean, yes. No, I... The speaker said no, but, you know... All right. I mean, no one was born. I mean, the boat drowned in. 1800, stormy seas in the world, yeah. not a little... I still can't believe that. Snow. I can't, yeah. Little major storms. Hmm. So... The giant wave. It's incredible, isn't it? So, yeah. And, and, and I, I, I think that... Um, it's in, it's inspired me every time I hear the story, uh, time and time again. So I could, you know, and and it's told in different ways by different people, and it's still, you know, I think it's one of the outstanding t- of that he- he- heroic age. It definitely is one of the outstanding stories. Well, I spoke at so. some museum in New Zealand once, and they asked me to do two talks. The first one is the museum staff, and I told the story, and I uh-huh. heard some of them crying. <laughs> Really? Oh wow! That's lovely. You know, this little boy about six came up touching the enormous book of the Hurley photograph, almost as big as he was. Mm-hmm. Got me to sign it, and one of the museum staff told me that this was because there was a shuffle shuffle exhibition. They hadn't various museum staff thought no one would come and see it. Uh huh. Children won't, but children love the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, it is. It's, we're we're making it. We're we're putting together a pack that is going to go out to all the scout groups, and yeah. uh, teach them all about the expedition and and all about that that time. So, um, as well as climate change and uh, and all the other issues. So yeah. Um. Right. So next question. Um. Now, is there anything you could tell us that might surprise us about you? So something we might not expect. Not me. Yeah. So is there is there something special that's happened to you that that we may not know or some some special event or special thing? It's a tough um, question. Well, I've been patron of quite a few expeditions, as you know. Right. At the moment, I've got three. One sadly had to give up. Because oh. Of the, uh, from far to ice. You probably yes. 
No, he's a, he's in Samoa, which is which is cut off because Samoa hasn't got the disease. And ah. He's going in and out, and he runs two dive centres, but they've completely run out of clients. So oh. after trying four years, he's had to pull out. Do you think he'll go back to it later, or? I don't think so. No. It's not as well unusual for it to take four years. I mean, no. Jim Jarvis, you know. Yes, Tim, yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, I'm sad to hear that. Yeah, well, we're we're on track at the moment, so. (laughs) Yeah. Baz Gray, you know, Baz Gray? I don't know Baz Gray, no. He's a Royal Marine, he's a Jim Jarvis expedition, Mm -hmm. he's doing a crossing, but he was being made to do it in two bits. Right. So he's probably postponed some because of this, but he's going to be having another. Okay. And um, there's the Ice Warrior. You know the Ice Warrior guy? He's supposed to be. He's a very much commercial exhibition. No. Jim so, Hill, no. He's, supposed to be doing, it. he's yeah. doing something. Okay. Yeah. But, that's why I don't usually do more than four. Because <laughs> that's quite different. Yes. If yes. anyone else was doing what you were doing, yes. I, I wouldn't have, one of you I had would have had to go. <laughs> oh, well, we're really, really glad to have you. So it, it's made you such. Know that, you know, of course, that my grandmother was a, was a guide. I do, yes. Well, do you know, do you know me by David Mears, the fantastic wreck find? He lived near Pulborough, and he, her grave is in the churchyard there. Oh, ah, okay. And he was very he went and cleared it. And we'll see things about the next James Kerr newsletter. Oh, nice. Oh, I'll look so, out yeah, for that. I must go and okay. see it. Okay. So, um, we have sixties, and her daughter's there too, my aunt Cecily. I'm sure people listening to this, because uh, we've got quite quite a lot of scout listeners. So, uh, just yeah. just is there any more you can tell us about grandmother's involvement in the? Well, I didn't know her either. I mean, she was no. a commissioner. She was very much into it. So I met the guys because Shackleton <laughs> Shield she gave was lost for many years. They found it in the cupboard and dug it out. Right. And there's a thing in the local paper about it, and the James Kerr Society of on the Sec Andy, who you've met, tall guy. Yes. He told, yep. he told them about it, and I came down to visit them and award the shield. Oh, fantastic. So, when you've been to Antarctica, is there a favourite food that you like to have or take with you? You don't usually take food with you on a cruise ship. Like <laughs> no, I don't think they'd appreciate it. But it... there's far too much to eat anyway. So, the, the cruise ship food is normally very high standard, is it? Mm-hmm. Depending on the crew, depending on the um, the line, yeah. Right. Plenty of that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. And do you do you have a special item that you would always have with you when you're travelling? A mascot? No, I don't do mascot. No, no mascot. No, no. Uh, sort of uh, photo album or anything. No. 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 That's okay. I'm the only person in the world who hasn't got a camera. Ah, you travel without a camera. Right. Because I haven't got one. Right. Yeah, no. But I, I really okay. have noticed that if one is in one of the Zodiacs doing a, a, a glacier, uh-huh. so it's an iceberg cruise, yeah. which is amazing, I mean, it's a wonderful bright blue iceberg, everyone but me is eyes down getting the best shot while mm-hmm. I'm appreciating the iceberg. Yeah. And some of them are quite naughty. I mean, you know this iceberg arch. Uh-huh. They try and get the person driving the Zodiac under, which of course is terribly dangerous when mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Because I would, if I want beautiful, I've got a photographer, Sue Flood, I would buy Sue's book. Yeah. Because I 
Yeah, of course they do, yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm not bothered about I think that's lovely that you actually, uh, you know, you are just uh, taking the taking in the environment and you're enjoying it there and then. And um, and what what what's your feelings about Antarctica? Why do you think it's such a special place? Well, sheer beauty, the fact it's unchanged. Mhm. I mean, when it's very lots but you would almost never see another cruise ship in the Antarctica at the same time as you. And it's worth preserving, of course, very important scientific there. Okay. Right. It doesn't okay. appeal to, it's not everyone, but it's all people who want to lie on beaches in Spain, they wouldn't like it. So, thanks for listening. To find out more about the Request 2021 project and how you can support and follow our progress, just visit our website on www.request2021.org.uk. That's www.request2021.org.uk. And uh, please give this podcast a review, share it, and uh, and spread the word to anyone you know who's interested in Antarctica. Thank you.